Welcome back to the Kids Edition on the line. We have AFL psychologist Sam McLeod. Sam, it's great to chat to you here on the Kids Edition and great to chat to you again. How are you? I'm well, thanks, Max. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Um, so I believe you're just at Brecky at the moment uh, with the Tigers in GWS. <laughs> yeah, I just said I, I, we're at Olympic Park and I grabbed a coffee, was about to go for a walk as I was talking and um, started raining. So now I'm inside. Oh, beautiful. Um, Sam, we know how much um, and how important it is for kids to look after uh, their not only their physical health but their mental health too. Can you talk to us a little bit about um, how important it is for these AFL players you work with? Yeah, well, I think not only AFL players, I think all athletes really, no matter what age, because if they're serious about their sport, by the time they get to an elite and professional level, there's quite a few demands from the sport, let alone if they've had the mental health difficulties earlier in their life. So, you know, I think the thing for me as an AFL psych is trying to assess that, see if there was any difficulties earlier in their life so that we can get on it early and prevent it, but also look at what is it about the sport that makes it stressful um, so that we can, you know, basically design interventions around that to try and prevent mental health problems. The dynasty of Richmond, Sam, was obviously a big thing over the past, uh, you know, five or six years for you guys. Um, Obviously, since 2021, you've worked uh, at the club. How have you viewed um, that front in terms of, is there a lot of mentality work um, alongside Damien Hardwick and all the coaches that you do to try and put things in place um, going out onto the field? Yeah, there's there's like a variety of things, right? So you could have um, one-on-one sessions with the with the players. Um, there's quite a bit of well-being education work put into the team collectively, um, and then there's also multidisciplinary work. So looking at how we can best support the athletes from all fronts, um, and sometimes there's you know the coaches, the support staff, and the sports medicine team. Um, you know, they've all been through the pandemic as well and probably pretty burnt out. So, you know, trying to trying to support them as best we can. Um, we're lucky because at Richmond we have um, another head site, Campbell, so he tends to look after the staff and I look after the players. Wonderful. And, and working with the players, Sam, you know, <laughs> what's, what's that like on a, a day-to-day basis? You know, what's the importance that they put on their mental health and well-being? Yeah, I I think, you know, obviously there's a lot of um, media around AFL and mental health, and it's been the last few years with with the focus. Um, I think athletes in general are are more aware of it, and they probably knew, the athletes knew themselves if they were struggling, but the difference is they feel more free to talk about it, and and particularly in men's sport, where, you know, we know that men under-report mental health Issues. So what we're trying to do is make it a safe place for everybody um, to to look after their mental well-being as much as we do their physical well-being. So it's more about making it safe. And is there any tips that you can give to kids out there um, that are looking to sort of improve their, their mental well-being? Is there any yeah, initial tips or, or tricks that you can provide um, for any of the kids listening? Yeah, I think I think particularly if they're if they're playing a sport, what I say about kids, I work a lot with kids, particularly athletes, is they probably know whether they were anxious, you know, anxious 
studying, anxious at school, anxious in public speaking, um, some of this stuff, and they don't get onto it until there's an issue in their sport and it turns into performance anxiety. Um, or if they have an injury, a major injury, their first injury, I would say try and bring sports psychology into your careers earlier so that you can build a relationship with somebody. And once you've built that relationship, then you can have that psych for life, you know, throughout your whole career, through different stages, um, because they'll know you pretty well. And I find that kids adapt really quickly to most of the strategies, whether that be for mental health and well-being or performance psychology. They, they take them on, they use them. And if you start using performance psychology early in the sport, it becomes automatic. So it's just like doing your basketball skills or your footy skills. You, do, you use your mental, mental skills for performance. In terms of performance psychology, like you just mentioned, Sam, is there anything kids can um, specifically do to help enhance their mental state prior to a game? I think the biggest thing is probably in kids is nerves and yep. expectation. Um, so the, one of the most fundamental things that we teach all athletes is when you're focusing, when you feel nervous, you're probably focusing on the outcome, like how well you'll be playing. Um, are we going to win? Am I going to be selected in that team? So what you have to learn how to do is divert that attention back to what you're actually doing in your sport. So say if it was a foul shot in basketball, you know, we're not worried about whether they're going to go in. What we're worried about is, are you focusing on the technique of actually shooting a foul shot the way your coach taught you from little so that you're sort of hogging your head, focusing on the skill and the outcome will take care of itself. So I would say that's like the first step we do with anyone is to work out whether they're process focused or outcome focused. Yeah, absolutely, Sam. Thanks so much for joining us on the Kids Edition and uh, best of luck for today. Thank you, Max. I hope we win.